The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's what's on the schedule. February 2nd through the 5th, Disney on Ice presents Let's Celebrate inside Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. February 5th, Mania, the ABBA tribute inside DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. February 16th, it's a huge show with Cody Johnson with Randy Hauser inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets going fast at Ticketmaster.com. February 21st and 22nd, Shen Yun, China Before Communism. That will be inside DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. February 23rd, New Jack City Live. A live play based on the 1991 hit film, New Jack City, inside DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. And February 24th, Joe Bonamassa, live in concert at DeVos Performance Hall. February 25th, John Christ. Two showtimes at 4 and 7 inside DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. And February 27th, WWE Raw, Monday Night Live inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Those tickets are smoking hot right now at Ticketmaster.com. And the show season is here at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The Michigan International Auto Show Runs this weekend at DeVos Place, February 10th through the 12th. It will be the West Michigan Golf Show at DeVos Place. And the Grand Rapids Boat Show is back February 15th through the 19th at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time for another DraftKings NFL Power Hour presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get in on Super Sunday action. Use code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and you'll get all of the promo hookups. And I do like the Chiefs on Super Sunday. Inside this hour, we'll talk about uh, the NFL uh, with the team from the Detroit Lions podcast, uh, Chris Sandman and Jeff Risden are down in Mobile, Alabama. They'll give us some insight on who they like and who they've seen. That would be a good fit for the Lions in the upcoming NFL draft and also their opinions on some of the superstars at the Senior Bowl and also the offseason needs uh, for the Lions. If you do have an NFL Lions question, you can drop it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and again, opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Let's go down to Mobile, Alabama, and check in with the Detroit Lions podcast team. Can I just break into a quick segment of uh, Chris's love affair? Yeah. Who is it that Chris fell in love with? And 
Andy was with me all day. I wasn't trying to fall in love with anybody, right? It wasn't like I was like, look, I've, I've had two days. I'm not going to find somebody. I spent most of it in the pit and seen some playing. But there was a guy that was just just beyond my glance, right? Just just kind of flipping his eyelashes at me here and there. And then today. When it happens, it happens. It happens. Yep. It happens. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I have to I have to give my heart to Ty J. Spears. And I think both of you guys will, will agree. He today oh had one of the best routes I might have seen in the last three senior bowls, Riz, that he, when he cut, he didn't just cut and get low and reverse. He dug a hole. I mean, he was, he got into the ground as the coverage flew past it. It was beautiful. It was, it was unbelievable. And, and so there's a, there have been a, some serious route, route wizards here in the past. Andy Isabella was yep. one. Yep. Uh, I think back to Braxton Hunter Miller. Info. Yep. Braxton Miller was a guy that made a lot of money off of a vine that you know, I did that went viral because he he put a guy in a blender, but he took so long to get through that process that it's not practical for the NFL purposes. What Ty J did today, like, was a normal route, like in the structure of a play. Yep. You can see him doing that and it working in a play because it didn't take too long. Mm-hmm. It was just unreal. It was it was the only time all week that the entire stadium went, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it was. His dead leg during that stop and change of direction was so theoretic. I knew it. Say it, yeah. (laughs) But but he's twice as fast as theoretic is. He's light. He's going to run four threes. Yeah, he does that in an NFL game against a cover two or cover three. That's a thirty yard play. Yeah, he ran uh, what was it twenty point eight three miles per hour? I want to say was he was one of the five fastest players here. Yeah, Uh, and he it shows. Yeah. He's a he's he was dynamic man. He was so much fun. He's he's a very easy guy to like. He's going to be one of the guys that everybody who was here is going to tell you had a good week. Yes, yep. without fail. Yeah, straight out Tulin. <laughs> he helped his stock probably. He's one of the top five to help his stock here at the Super Bowl this Roll week. Wave. Roll wave. Roll wave. Roll wave. <laughs> uh, Their linebacker was good too. Yep. Yeah. Hey, hey, number twenty four. I, uh, I thought good. as a group. I get, uh, let me cite his name, Dorian Williams. Yes. Yes, Dorian yeah. Williams. Thank you. I, I would say as a group, the linebackers looked fantastic to me. Yes. You know, for the most part, in coverage especially, yeah. all of these guys looked capable, which is not something that we can say about too many linebackers. Right. Jelani Tavai was not here. <laughs> no. There was, at least we mentioned this before, there were no thumpers, quote unquote. No. No, the NFL doesn't want them. Right. Well, you know. And Patricia does, and he's not employed anymore, so no more thumpers at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I think the big winner, uh, you guys, if you you can you can pipe up with your number one, your your big winner here for the week. Mine is is absolutely Ty J Spears, and and uh, you can you know if you have somebody different, go ahead and cite him, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> I, uh, Andy, why don't you go with your guy first? Because I, I I have a feeling I know who you're going to say. And I don't want to pluck him from you. Oh, well, okay. Were you going to do right? Because I was I was not. About, okay, I'm going to do right then. Okay. That's an easy one. Darnell, All right, you do it. It's... Darnell Wright yeah. made money this week. Yes, he did. Now, he's violent on tape, but these one-on-ones really showed who he was and what he wants. And when you have a defensive lineman that gets beat up by an offensive lineman, that's a long day. For that defensive guy. Yeah. And that's, you know, when you're talking about the, the team that wants to run the football down your throat like the Lions do, yep. he's a fit man. He's the guy. We talked about him yesterday. 
He's a, he's a he's a giant. I mean, he is absolutely giant, made of made of tree trunks, uh, yeah. all, you know, all limbs, the whole thing. And uh, he was just putting guys down like a vet on a bad day, right? It was <laughs> it was ugly out there. And like and the other part of it, you said he puts guys down like that. I can't see somebody coming into the third quarter with a smile on their face on defense. They are going to be so frustrated, so tired, and yeah. then when, when, when Ty J. Spears starts running at them, they won't know what to do. <laughs> and that's when you start getting offsides penalties because yeah. the guy has to be first, and if he's right. not first, Wright is going to smoke you. Yes. And it's, you know... Effortlessly. And, Effortlessly. Yeah. And he, he had a ton of reps at right tackle. He had a ton of reps at guard. It didn't matter where he was. He was bringing the pain to his opponent. And don't you agree? I mean, I, we hadn't talked about this part today, but it did appear like he was doing it without exerting a whole lot of effort. I mean, it was, he would get in there and he would lock in. You could tell he had a lot of strength, but he wasn't any of that kind of crazy strain. And the one time he didn't even use his hands. He basically pinched a guy in his shoulder pants and held him tight and he didn't move, right? I mean, this guy's incredible. He's got all the leverage, all the balance and the muscle in the world. And the day two when we saw the Spears runs that kind of broke free. Yep. Yep, he was out there yep, he at was right tackle there. or guard. Yeah. When he was the one play we talked about it, he was a guard. He was furthest downfield blocking. He had just blown through the defensive line, and that's the hole that Spears came rumbling through yep. for a touchdown. Shucked, shucked the defensive lineman to the side, got to the second level, grabbed a linebacker, and it's like an old Hanna Barbera cartoon with a bowling ball ball knocking people out of the way. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> there, there's a lot of Panay Sewell to his game. What what Lions fans like about Panay Sewell? You'll like about Darnell Wright, and if you, and if we ever get the chance to see them next to each other in pads, you'll see that that, 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 that is the old school group. student body right. Just go, yep. put, put, put Sewell at right tackle, put Wright at right guard, just just run that way. Yeah, just run that way. You know, and that's the thing is that we're talking about guys that are three hundred and thirty plus pounds. He's three. He's three forty two. Yeah, and which is nuts. That's that's a nineteen eighties. Yeah. NFL lineman. That's you know Tony Saragusa. Yeah, he's like Will Shields from from Kansas City back in the day. <laughs> yeah, but these guys are fast and they're mobile and they're athletic. Yeah, that that's the difference yeah. is that these guys can scoot. NFL players are making it's a step yeah. up, and this year's a I think a big step up over years. It's going to continue. Right, I mean, every, everyone gets faster, everyone gets stronger, but this is a noticeable difference year over year in the in the talent. It really players. was, and one of the things is that with Wright. He stood out, even though it was really good offensive line. There's a lot of There's very, a lot of guys. There are a lot yeah. of 2023 starters here. Yes. yes. Oh, absolutely. And he stood out amongst that group, and that's very impressive. Had a, had a comment in the chat asking about DeMarion Overshone. Uh, I did not participate. He was, he was out there. He was fine. He was, I mean, I, he, as he Andy was, said, that the, today the was his best day. The linebackers were all pretty good. For the most part, they were good. He didn't, I, and, and you can you can correct me because I didn't get a whole lot of look at him. But he didn't he didn't show our compared to anybody else. But he was good, right? I mean, that's yeah. what I saw. The, the, yeah, it was difficult to to evaluate the linebackers in that because. Some of it is that the fact that the defensive line was either really good or really bad, and the linebacker play, especially in a format like this, is heavily dependent on team drills on how yep. your defensive line does. Absolutely. And so uh, he had a good day today. He was in the red zone drill. They did the the uh, seven on seven. Uh, he did have a pass break up, 
Uh, he also had a pass uh, that wasn't intended for the receiver he was covering that hit him. Um, <laughs> thank you, Tyson Bajan. <laughs> that, happened, that happened a lot. He hit a lot of things he didn't He hit a lot of things. He hit the brick wall <laughs> on the side with a pass that yeah. wasn't intended to the side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, Overshone was fine. Uh, he's big. He's bigger than I thought he'd be in person. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, Riz, we're up to you. Who's your darling of the, the senior bowl? Oh, man. Uh, I had a couple of candidates today. And <laughs> and, and you guys, you guys stole honestly the, the, the my two favorite players from here. But I'll, I'll, I'll let you do that. Uh, I'm going to go with Durham Payne, the tight end from Purdue. That was my other choice. I knew you were, were going there. Yeah. <laughs> he was phenomenal today. And now one catch. Do you want to just describe that? Because I, I want you to put it in words. You know the one. He he Incredible. made a catch where he was being closed upon. Yes. And he he caught it and secured it quickly and completed the process of the catch going to the ground despite getting just blasted. His helmet flew His off. His helmet went flew fifteen yes. feet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He didn't give a crap. No, he he was, got up and yeah. he was like, bring it. He almost headbutted and then he realized he didn't yeah. have his helmet. I mean, he was up to his team. He was like, it was crazy. And then he was out there and then they did the great celebration. He did not stop anything you do after you score yeah. and to get his helmet. He did everything, had all the fun, did the stuff, high fives, hitting butts, the whole thing. And then when it was all over, okay, I'm going to go get my helmet now. He didn't care. He had he had, he would have played without a helmet. He didn't care. Yeah, he, he was very good today. Uh, he was a guy um, in the red zone drill uh, that I was talking about earlier mm-hmm. when I was sitting with Ben. He had two cut touchdown catches in that, and I'm not sure that there were two other catches, period. And one of the catches, he went down um, well down to his left, which would have been his inside. The throw was supposed to be outside, and it was inside, and he batted it with his left hand up into his right and made the catch. Mm-hmm. Being able to catch a poorly thrown ball is an incredibly underappreciated skill, and maybe it was this time at Purdue where that helped him do it, but he, he knows how to do it. That was for you, Wisco. Uh, no, honestly, you know, day one, he stood out to me at, in blocking drills. That He was holding his yeah. own against defensive ends. He didn't win them all, but he won enough of them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's impressive on its own. And then, like you said, today, he caught everything that was kind of tossed his way, and his his uh, second touchdown of the day, he actually came out from the fullback position. Yes, he did, and that was. I was just going to say that this is a, and we talked about this mm-hmm. in the stadium this week. You know, the, the fullback position, you've got to bring something as an asset in the passing game. And would the Lions be willing to part with Jason Cabinda maybe and save a little bit of money if they can get a guy like him, a tight end, who can do that? They tried it with Shane Zolstra a little bit last year when Cabinda was hurt. I think mm-hmm. they liked it. And so maybe maybe that's your answer there is that your third tight end is also your fullback or H-back or yep. something like that. And he can do that. He wasn't the only one that could do that. The guy from Oklahoma did a very good job, and I, his he name's did. escaping me right now, of coming out of the backfield as a fullback. Um, even in a uh, – there was one where there was a split shotgun set, and he came out and did well in that. He's he is completely unathletic. Braden Willis, that's yes, the same. Thank you. Uh, yeah. He's he's not going to wow anybody with with athleticism, but he is a guy that can, he can catch out of the backfield. And he showed that he can pass the pass protection pickups. I said it right. Yeah. Uh, I got that one right. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he he did very well in that. Yeah, and he's a big guy. Oh, he's, he's huge. Six, he's six foot five, two sixty. I mean, that's some size that the Lions honestly don't really have. Yeah, James, uh, James Mitchell's that big, but he doesn't really seem that big. Like we, we've we've all seen doesn't. him in person. Mm-hmm. He, he he's like sneaky big. 
Like Willis is big. <laughs> here's here's the thing with, with with Payne Durham. I I over shot him down. If you like, I over negatived him for lack of a better way to say it. For that one on day one, the one really he got torched on a block. Yes, he, he did. just yes, got he just did. destroyed. And I'm like. Ooh, and I put, I mean, that one stuck in my head. And even, but I mean, today he, he more than made up with it. Yesterday he had a great day. I mean, that was really the one time I saw him not perform well. And today, I mean, he played out of his cleats. He was incredible out there. Yeah. You can tell he's a difference maker. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a grower, not a shower, maybe on day one. Uh, but he, he came out there and he really showed and proved his value. And, and as a guy that, other than that one block, he can he can obviously block. We've seen him doing all kinds of great blocking, and he's and he's blocked he's, at Oklahoma too. Yep. That was his primary function most yep. of the time. So. He brings you know he's a dual threat tight end, and and when you get a, th- a tight end that can block and that can catch like you saw him do today, that really puts a little wrinkle in what the defenses have to do. So yeah, and and you know we saw. Payne Durham doing a lot of crash blocking this week on run fits, and he was yeah. sealing edges and. You know, he wasn't necessarily winning those blocks, but he was doing a good enough he job. He wasn't for the, losing. For the running yeah, yeah. back to get outside, that's that's all we need. You don't need a pancake every block. You just need to get in the way sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and with the running backs that they had on that roster, um, you know, that, that that's a good thing because they didn't have necessarily like the between-the-tackles hammer. They had a lot of guys that like to sniff the B gap, and if it's the B, he'll go there, or if the C is better, he'll go there. And uh, he 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 was he was capable of doing that. Yep. Yeah, the B crack. That's what yeah. I call it. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, I would like to go over now. Maybe the losers of the Senior Bowl. And this doesn't mean that they're not going to get drafted or they're no good. But this is it. Now I'll start because I've got somebody in mind, and um, it's it's okay. it's, a, it's a tough one. It's it's actually a tough one because he had every opportunity to come in. He was the big name, uh, Isaiah Foskey. He just he played well. He didn't play bad. Right, he didn't play poorly. He didn't stand out. That's the thing that I think really hurt him and hurt his stock. He was, he, you know, in, in the one-on-one drills and in, in, in everything I saw, he was there and he was powerful and all the things he's supposed to be. But he wasn't what he was supposed to be. He didn't show himself at a level above, and I think that's really going to hurt. I, I think his lack of like he's just not a super twitchy type of athlete. And and when you're looking at an edge these days, you want that unless you just are really, really strong. Yep. And there were a couple of guys here that did win primarily with strength. K.J. Henry from Clemson being a good example. Yes. Uh, he had a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to talk about him, but he, he, he had a good week. That's a guy that you know could work in the second, third round for Detroit. But, yeah, you're right about Foskey. He just doesn't – it just didn't – like, he, he wasn't bad, but he didn't do anything to help himself. And, and and when you're Isaiah Foskey and you're yeah. a potential first round draft pick, you come to the Senior Bowl, you have to look better than other people, yeah. right? You and he, if if you took numbers and helmets away from these guys, mm-hmm. I, there's I couldn't tell you who Foskey was. Yeah. I probably would have chose somebody else, and so that's probably yeah. Foskey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and like yeah. we we saw him at the feature. He was at one of the featured interviews on the mm-hmm. first day. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, like yeah. a guy that you we know he would fit. Like personality wise and grit wise into Detroit, absolutely. Yeah, very much he so. Would. Yeah. So not again, not to knock him, not to say right. he's a great player, but he's a guy that you expected to stand out because right. the, the, the 
First round picks at the Senior Bowl are, are fewer, much fewer and further yeah. between. And he is the potential first round pick, the the, the premier guy. And yeah. he just didn't have it. And, I, and, and and I will caveat this, but we, I mean, we all saw it. We all agreed. We again, I'll go to Justin Herbert. We all saw it. We all agreed. Mm-hmm. And he was better than what he showed at the Senior yeah. Bowl. So there's more to look at, more to think about. But when we saw him live with this level of talent, we didn't get out of him what we expected. And and it's it's this is the spot. To show that you're a defensive lineman guy, that yeah, you're a dude. Yeah, yeah. Ezekiel Lanza did it. Brandon Graham did it. Oh, yeah, he did. There, there's oh, a yeah, lot of guys that showed up here, oh, made people look like fools, and moved 20 spots higher on the draft board than people thought. And it's, you know, for Isaiah Foskey, it's, I think it's just a, a little bit of a bummer that he didn't uh, show up the way he probably hoped he would. Yeah. yeah. All right, Riz, let's run up. Uh, Brandon Graham here. I, I I was here for that. That was special. Like nobody could touch him. Yeah, it's like that when was, he saw offensive linemen didn't have hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> let's oh, move. Let's move on to you, Riz. Who was your loser of the Senior Bowl? Can I say all quarterbacks? <laughs> that was what I was going to say. All the quarterbacks. All right. Uh, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll pick the quarterback position. The quarterback. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it, Riz. Do it. Uh, yeah. So the quarterbacks. Yeah, it just wasn't a great week. Um, like Clayton Toon was fine on Tuesday. I thought that today Jaron Hall was the best of the group. Uh, I, it, Tyson Bajant had a couple of moments. He's capable of making some very impressive throws, but the throws that aren't them, uh, I really, I honestly, I, I do not say this lightly. I really thought I was watching Tim Boyle. Like it's that <laughs> rough. Yeah. No. No. Now, now he's a D two kid that's coming up that hasn't played against this level of competition, so he's got time to remedy that. Mm-hmm. But it was not good. It, it really wasn't good. Very rough week. Yeah. And there's been a couple of senior bowls where that's kind of been the case, but this week in particular felt yeah pretty gnarly. Yeah. Jake Hayner is another one. I came here thinking that this is a guy that I could maybe be interested in the fourth or fifth round. If my team drafts him, I'm going to be very upset. First off, he's tiny, not just like short. He's small. Yeah, uh, I got a chance to stand next to him today, and uh, seeing seeing people that I know standing next to him that I I know their relative size and composition. Like he's just like slight. Slight is a perfect way, and he's he does not have a strong arm. It's not always accurate. He just did not have a. Uh, we we saw a lot of sinkers today. Yes, balls that came out that looked like they were on the right trajectory, yeah, and then would just drop a few yards in front of the receiver. Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty out on him as well. Malik Cunningham uh, in his throwing to say he's actually smaller than Hainer, uh, visibly smaller than Hainer. And uh, other than when when a play broke down and he had to scramble outside, he did some interesting things in that. He actually he's he's more accurate when he's like out of structure, which is interesting. Uh, and makes him a potential like practice squad guy that you have to like be to emulate when you're playing a guy like Jalen Hurts or mm-hmm. or Josh Allen or something like that. Even though he's nowhere close to their sizes, that's probably his peak value for an NFL team. After watching this, uh, and he's a guy again. I liked what I saw from him in 2021 at Louisville. He wasn't quite the same in 2022. Mm. He's older. Like there's just not a lot to do with that. So in a way. <laughs> the winner is Hendon Hooker by being here and not throwing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have more with Jeff Risden, Sandman, and Chris from the Detroit Lions podcast team. They are down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. More coming up.
on the NFL on the DraftKings Power Hour after this network T.O. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Johnny Kane. NBA fans, it is time to bring all the hoops action into the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. When you download the app, just sign up with the offer code HUGE. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. What a week it's been for the Detroit Pistons who are finally back home after being snowed in in Dallas, of all places, for the past five days. Following Monday's loss against the Mavericks, Pistons were unable to get out due to a winter storm that swept through Texas. A game Wednesday against Washington had to be postponed. No makeup date for that one has yet been announced. And now they get ready to play three games in four days, beginning tonight against Charlotte. Team the Pistons beat in overtime in mid-December thanks to a season-high 27 points from Alec Burks. Tip-off tonight at 7. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro ZL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Grab your Mickey ears and get ready for the ultimate Disney party filled with all your favorite Disney friends. Dance with Aladdin. Laugh with the gang from Toy Story 4. And sing along with Belle and many more as you become part of the celebration. Disney on Ice presents Let's Celebrate live in your hometown. Opening night tickets start at $15. Restrictions and exclusions may apply. Coming to Van Andel Arena February 2nd through 5th. To the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE when you sign up to always get the hookups. Now, inside this hour, we've been hearing from the Detroit Lions podcast team, Chris Sandman and Jeff Risden, who are down in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl. And here's their conversation about players who have stuck out that would be a perfect fit in Allen Park with your Detroit Lions. All right, uh, Mr. Risdon from right. the Frenchland, what do you have for us today? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, um, so this is a guy that I watched some today. Darius Rush, from a mm-hmm. cornerback from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I really focused on him was because he was the fastest player here. He was clocked at 21.68 miles per hour, which was the fastest by, by Zebra Technologies of any player Man. in a play this week. 
at any position. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I had watched him some on Tuesday and didn't really stand out. Like it wasn't was neither good nor bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today he was good. He he showed in coverage. He can flip his hips a little bit. I'm not sure that he's a great presser. It didn't seem like he was all that comfortable being like right up in the guy's face. But with his speed and his understanding of of like how much ground he can cover and how much ground he can bait the quarterback with, was something with that our new defensive backs coach Trey Bly, Dre Bly might know a little something about. Just really quick, Dre Bly. If you go to r slash det lions, it's time stamped, so you know. <laughs> and don't don't get offended by the message. It was for somebody in particular. They know who they are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I liked what I saw from Rush. I I have watched some South Carolina. He had some good reps. He really had a bad game. Uh, I want to say it was Tennessee actually that he didn't play very well. But yeah, there. I'm going to watch more of him so I'm better abreast of his entire game. But from what I saw today, and with that raw speed at his size, yeah, and he's he, he's not a small guy. He's he's over six feet tall. His yep. his arms, I believe, are 33 and change. Uh, so that that's a guy that I'm definitely interested in. And the way he's generally projected right now is in the 200s. So you're looking at like late fifth, sixth, seventh round. Uh, a guy like that with that kind of speed and measurables is a guy that you can work with. You know, bring him in, see what Dre can do with him, see what, you know, Aaron Glenn can do with him, if Aaron Glenn's still here. Yep. Uh, and maybe you've got something in a year or two. There you go. I agree. All right, roundtable. All see right. Up, uh, Andrew. We're going to go with Cameron Young from Mississippi State, 93. Mm. He, we talked about him earlier in the week, but he was violent, and he continued that throughout yes. the entire week of practice. When he hit his hands on, on the offensive lineman, you could hear it yep. from 40 yards away. It sounded different, yep. didn't it? It yeah. did. He had the loudest hands of anybody on the defensive Which line. Which is group. good, yeah. Yeah, when he, is, and he was a guy that was putting everybody into concave backs. Yep. He was getting up under people, pushing up, and he's six foot three. He's not a small guy. He's not a small guy by any stretch, <laughs> but you know, when he, w- he was getting guys up on their toes and then ripping and moving past them, you know that's base, that basically that's exactly what the Lions need from a defensive lineman, and they have some guys that can kind of do that right now, but we haven't really seen enough. And you know, now that you mentioned that, that, he plays stylistically similar to Aleem McNeil. He really does. He does. I, I, and I just made that connection. So yeah, if, yeah, and actually, I was going to make that just right now. There you go. How it's a it's a stack and shed motion that he did a lot this week, which is the. That's the Aleem McNeil. Yeah. But I would say that his, you know, if you were to flip-flop the run and the pass, that Aleem is a little bit better at the run, I would argue that Cameron's a little bit better at the pass as getting past his man to get to the quarterback. Sure. But that's still, you know, that's incredibly valuable, especially now that the Lions have some defense ends that are worth a darn. Yep. That, uh, you know, they got a lot of them. They, they really do. Yep. They really do. i got to go back as we move. To, we'll, we'll get our last player each here yeah. as we can do our roundtable. But I want to hit one guy we talked about and we didn't bring up as potential for the Lions, and, and that was uh, Darnell Wright. I, I, we talked about uh, Payne Durham, and we talked about uh, Spears, but we didn't talk about Darnell Wright. And I think he would be an incredible uh, guard kind of guy for the Lions. If you want him, you're going to have to take him at 18. Yep, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. He will not be there when they pick in the 40s, whenever that 40, was it 47? Mm -hmm. Yep. 
But there's all kinds of packages to put picks in different ways in different oh, yeah. places, right? And, and Holmes is a wheel yeah. dealer. But. Again, do not be married to the numbers that they're at now. Exactly. <laughs> not so, at all. So so Wright is a guy that I could see as a lion. He has, again, the Panay Sewell kind of insides, his, the mentality. The, he's going to eat you. Don't even walk up like a defensive like a defensive player because that's not who you're the one. You're in the room with me. I'm not in the room with you kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's a guy that could fit well. All right, I'm going to go for my last guy, uh, Keanu Benton from Wisconsin, and I hate this because it's it's too much love for boy for Wisco in the slack, and he's going to feel too big headed, but. I have to. The guy was just, again, uh, on the defensive line, he was violent. Big man could he play. He pushed people around. He was fast. He had all the, the, the all the things you want to see from a guy at a position the Lions need help in, and he, he stood out. Um, there's a couple other guys that I thought were a little bit better, but I can see him very much taking that role in the Lions, depending where the, the others go and fall within the draft. So I, I, I could definitely keep an eye on to him. To me, when I watched him this week, he looked like a really good two-gapper. Yeah, he really shed well, especially in the team portions of the drill. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was able to move laterally pretty quick, quickly yeah. along the line to get to where he needed to fill. And uh, you know, that's definitely what the Lions like to do, especially in their run fits and their run defense. Get, get guys scooting around. Yep. All right. Uh, anything on that, Riz? Or you want to go to to your last pick of the round? I, I thought he was very good, uh, and I had pegged him as a potential third-round pick. I, not not in that way. As a potential third-round pick for the Lions uh, before we got here, and I feel better about that, actually. like, mm-hmm. like And that's about the range where I think he's going to come off, that 60 to 75, 85 range. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, I know the, uh, we're going to have to put this on repeat ad nauseum. I know the Lions don't have a fourth-round pick now. That does not mean they're not making a fourth-round pick. Correct. Y'all got to get past the, the mm-hmm. current for what the future might be. Yeah. There. Absolutely. Well, that, was, that, was, that was profound. Must preach, been, Riz. Preach. Must, must preach. have been the, uh, the extra barbecue sauce preach. that I had on my, my brisket. Tonight. Actually, just preach your pick. God, that was really good. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. This, 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 I found that the... Smoky and the hot sauce together gave you the, the instant warmth that you liked, as well as the enduring warmth to help you remember the, the bite you took. That's good. I'm just giving you time to pick your guy. The, smoke, <laughs> the, the smoked wings, though, were better without sauce. <laughs> they were very good. They were very good. Okay, but I digress. <laughs> Let me go wide receiver. Ooh, I like it. This is before you do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's just. I, I want to talk about corners and safeties as a whole here. Okay. Okay, because there wasn't. We haven't talked a lot about them, right? And there's been people in the chat say, well, what about corners and safeties, right? Because that's mm-hmm. a big point of emphasis for a lot of Lions fans in the draft. I didn't get to spend a lot of time. Other than Brown from Illinois, I didn't see a whole lot that excited me. You spent a little more time in those positions, Riz. Was there anything that was really standoutish about those? Because we're, we're not talking about any of those guys. The, the, the big thing to me is that nobody really stood out differentiating themselves as being better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple of guys that I wouldn't consider from here. But, like, Riley Moss is an example um, from, from Iowa. He had some good reps. He had some reps where... Uh, he guessed, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. And you, you cannot be a guesser in Aaron Glenn's defense. That's why number 24 won't be back. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I don't think he's a good fit. I guess. Um, a good athlete, though. I mean, he topped 20 miles per hour as well on, mm-hmm. on the start. So there weren't many guys that did that. Mm-hmm. But just, and like, 
There were some guys that made good plays. Um, uh, the dude from Oklahoma made a couple of good plays, mm-hmm. but he also was on the business end of a couple of like, oh man, mm-hmm. like dude. Um, and I should probably look up their names because I just I just called them by, by the dude number, from Oklahoma number and helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one guy. Um, you talking about Jalen Redmond? Oh, he's defensive lineman. No, I went, I went no, that wasn't him. Um, <laughs> I was just I saw Oklahoma went. To I'll say um, one one safety that did stand out today, and he won't be my guy. But Jay Ward from LSU played very well in the red zone drills mm-hmm. today, and is a bigger guy. Um, he's kind of a linebacker as well, um, yep. linebacker safety hybrid. Uh, but I, actually, I think he was playing linebacker some today. He was. He moved around a little bit. I think he's like a tweener enough that uh, yeah. I don't know if the NFL called and, down and to the Dayan coaches. Dayan is but, like that, too. Like, Henley yeah. is like that, too. And and the, so is J.L. Skinner from Boise State, who was really good on Tuesday and was not the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, yes. his, they kind of figured out how to get to him, and he didn't really make the counter move. Um, and again, it's just two days, so it's not like mm-hmm. a death knell. But um, I don't like him as much on Thursday night as I did on Tuesday night. All right, so before we get to your pick, I want to know, Andy, anything on corners and safeties that jumped out at you as to why we, we just didn't land on any of them, or even wide receivers, we didn't land on too many. I'm going to point to one specific thing, and that's quarterback play. It's hard to judge cornerbacks and wide receivers when the ball isn't getting close to them. I would also point that the coaching staffs didn't do a super fantastic job of getting everybody involved on every play. So we didn't get to see a lot of balls tossed out to guys yeah. or, uh, you know, things of that nature. Especially guys the American routes. team. That was, that was rough. They, that was not a well-run practice from a scouting evaluation standpoint. <laughs> I would agree. So it, it's just hard to see. You know, like we can say, like, oh, this guy got open. But was he open? You know, it's kind of hard to say from the sideline. We don't have the same eye line as the quarterback, or we can't see that. And generally, you can say, oh, he got open because the ball was thrown to him. But that's not <laughs> necessarily what was happening this yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Anthony Johnson, by the way, from Virginia, also has a corner. Had some good, good reps this week. I, I, like, he, he, he's on the positive side of the ledger for me. All right, my last guy. Riz's ledger. <laughs> You're on the list. <laughs> Written in blood. Go ahead, Pretty Riz. Good. Give us your, your last, your final of the roundtable guys. I'm, I'm going a little bit more obscure here. Uh, it's a Nebraska wide receiver. I know who you're talking about. Trey Palmer. Yep. Very nice hands. Can Another guy. Palm Olive. Uh, it could be. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, but it did. Um, a guy who's used to catching poorly thrown footballs from his collegiate quarterback that was there for approximately 37 years. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he made some very nice catches away from his body frame. And he's, he's, he's a bigger guy. He's six, I think he's 6'1", like 205. He also ran over 20 miles per hour. He was one of the few receivers that could do that. He ran a stutter step move. And you guys know this. When I watch receivers, I love guys who can change speeds and get open just by changing speeds the way that Marvin Jones does so well. I saw that from from Palmer, uh, and he was a guy. He was he was on the wrong end of some really bad throws where nobody was going to catch it uh, unless they literally ran into the brick wall. <laughs> but, uh, just, so, just really quick, there's some questions in the chat. Is this a kind of a, an Illuminati toss to Kenyon, or is this we're just walking past Nebraska and that's that? No, oh yeah. I, 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 sorry, Kenny, I wasn't thinking of you. <laughs> no one usually is. All right, go ahead and say in. Uh, hit us up with your last pick. All right, my last guy's a linebacker again. I'm going with Marte Mapu. 
from Sacramento oh. State. Another coverage Ooh, linebacker. Yep. You know, he's six foot two and a half, two seventeen. So he's not a small linebacker. He's you know sizable. Uh, and you know, he showed up this week once again. He caught my eye in coverage drills where he tipped a couple of balls. You, you saw his length. We talked about it earlier today about the drill that they were doing around the tackling dummy. Mm-hmm. He d- was doing that before that drill, yes, and then he, was. he was he was excelling at it. He just really stood out to me in that way. And then when we started watching more team fits, more team work, um, you know, you could see his sideline to sideline mobility, and it was there. And his reaction speed was very good. He saw, he reacted, you know, and that's what you know. BC Aaron Glenn wants um, out of his linebacker. Twitchy. He's twitchy. twitchy. Yes, that's a perfect way to put it. Sees, goes. It's an instantaneous movement. There's no thinking involved. And, you know, honestly, that's a hard thing to do at a, a bowl game like this because you're learning. You're around a bunch of new people. It takes a lot of people a, lo- a while. That communication. To, to turn your brain off and feel comfortable in what you were doing, it's like he was born to play linebacker. Yep, it goes and it goes to those we, we, those tweets we sent out today. The communication that happens on defense amongst a bunch of guys that haven't played together uh, coming together. We saw it today. Go see those tweets. Andy has one. Sandman seven 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 three. I do DET Lions podcast. DET Lions podcast. I'll try to enunciate it. Those two tweets have videos of their their red zone plays. But after the, the 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 break of the offensive huddle, you can hear the defense yelling, calling who's on what side, go where, based on where how the offense is setting up. And it's to see how much has to be done in a situation with these new people. And watching a guy like that be able to see and go, if he only had two hundred and fifty pounds more, he could be drafted by Matt Patricia. We do have one final segment coming up here on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Remember. To download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE uh, to get the promo hookups. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Get more for your money at Meyer. Everyone loves a soup and salad combo, so stock up to make your own at home. Right now, Earthbound Farm Organic Salads are buy one, get one for a dollar. Swanson's Broth is buy five, save five dollars. And Frederick's by Meyer Shrimp is buy one, get one 50% off. Top it off with buy five, save five dollars on Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. 
Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment on this DraftKings Sportsbook app NFL Power Hour. If you want to get in on Super Sunday and all the action, all the prop bets, same game parlays and more, Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. And also right now, if you use code HUGE when you sign up, you can bet 5 bucks on an NBA game and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you missed any of our interviews this week, any hours, any full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge.